very good evening to you from me, Father Edward. Yes, a very warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Yes, as the sun goes down, we might be driving home from work, we might be lying in bed, we might be sitting in our easy chairs. I know that many of you are sitting there with your breviaries in your hand or with your Bibles in your hand. You've lit your little candle. You're ready to pray with me the evening prayer of the church and have a short reflection on the gospel of today. But thank you very much for joining me. It's been a lovely day here in Johannesburg, as every day has been for quite a long time. I love these kind of winters. It really hasn't been below freezing yet where I am. But lovely to be with you as we come to the end of the day. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. Well, today, if you want to find your place in the Bibles and your breviaries, I'm on the second week of the Psalter. The psalm that we're going to be saying is broken up into two parts. It's Psalm 71, the royal power of the Messiah. But first, let's pause for a moment and have a bit of music. Life is a journey, we travel together. Work to build 
God's kingdom here today. Justice, equality, sharing, compassion, peace will be our way. Life is our journey. We travel Psalm 71, the royal power of the Messiah. I will make you the light of the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. O God, give your judgment to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. May the mountains bring forth peace for the people, and the hills justice. May he defend the poor of the people, and save the children of the needy, and crush the oppressor. He shall endure like the sun and the moon, from age to age. He shall descend like rain on the meadow, like raindrops on the earth. In his days, justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea, from the great river to earth's bounds. Before him his enemy shall fall, his foes lick the dust. The kings of Tarsus and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. And before him all kings shall fall prostrate, and all nations shall serve him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will make you the light of the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Lord will save the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. For he shall save the poor when they cry, and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak and save the lives of the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. To him their blood is dear. Long may he live. And may the gold of Sheba be given him. They shall pray for him without ceasing and bless him all the day. May corn be abundant in the land 
to the peaks of the mountains. May its fruit rustle like Lebanon, and may men flourish in the cities like grass on the earth. And may his name be blessed forever and endure like the sun. Every tribe shall be blessed in him, and all nations bless his name. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone works wonders. Ever blessed his glorious name. Let his glory fill the earth. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord will save the poor, and from oppression he will rescue their lives. Victory and empire have now been won by our God. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who are and who were, that you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came and the time for the dead to be judged, for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great, now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they loved not their lives even unto death. Rejoice then, O heaven, and you that dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Victory and empire have now been won by our God. Our Gospel reading is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5, the continuation of the Sermon on the Mount, which we've been reading this week. Jesus said to his disciples, If your virtue goes no deeper than that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. You have learned how it was said to our ancestors, you must not kill, and if anyone does kill, he must answer for it before the court. But I say this to you, anyone who is angry with his brother will answer for it before the court. If a man calls his brother fool, he will answer for it before the Sanhedrin. And if a man calls him renegade, he will answer for it in hellfire. So then, if you are bringing your offering to the altar 
and there remember that your brother has something against you. Leave your offering there before the altar. Go and be reconciled with your brother first, and then come back and present your offering. Come to terms with your opponent in good time while you are still on the way to the court with him, or he may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officer, and you will be thrown into prison. And I tell you solemnly, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. Well, as I said, we're continuing the Sermon on the Mountain uh, where Jesus is talking to his disciples. And once again, just to put you in the picture, Jesus is talking to his disciples on the mountain. The crowds are down below. It is the whole replay, so to speak, of Moses receiving the law. Here Jesus has given the Beatitudes, which is the doorway into the kingdom, given the this key to his disciples. And now he's talking about uh, uh, the importance of of putting the commandments into practice, but is going deeper than simply a superficial observance of the commandments. And Matthew is writing in about the year 80. He's finding that amongst the, the disciples, the new disciples, the converts from the Jewish tradition to Christianity, to becoming the people of the way, that they're experiencing a lot of conflict amongst themselves because many of them were saying, uh, you know, we, we have to observe the law of Moses. And others were saying, no, no, that's past. Now we've got to observe the, the, the law of Jesus in the New Testament. And others were saying, oh, Jesus is, you know, he's now passé. I mean, Jesus is no longer the one we should be concerned about. It's the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that's so very important to us now. And so there were uh, a number of issues like this in the day of Matthew, which caused conflicts in the little Christian community. And what Matthew is doing is being a good catechist. He's taking out of the life of Jesus and these experiences, he's taking things from the life of Jesus and trying to apply them and helping the people, uh, the, the new converts from Judaism to Christianity, helping them to try and appreciate um, what it was that Jesus was talking about. Now, Jesus was in conflict with the scribes and the Pharisees. And the people in the time of Matthew were also in conflict, some of them with each other, but also in conflict with the scribes and the Pharisees of their day. And, and for the scribes and the Pharisees, it was important that they observe the law of Moses. And Jesus says it's not sufficient just to observe the law of Moses. He says quite categorically, if your virtue goes no deeper than that of the scribes and the Pharisees in observing the law to the letter, you will never get into the kingdom of heaven. So we mustn't place our faith and our trust in the observance of the law as though the law is going to give us, bring us to salvation. No, we've got to go deeper than that. And that's what Jesus is trying to say. 
And then he goes on to speaking about himself. He says, you have learned how it was said to our ancestors in the days of old that you must not kill. And if anyone does kill, he must answer for it before the court. But I say this to you. And Jesus says this over and over again. Um, I think it's at least five times he says this, if I'm not mistaken. You have learned how it was said of old that you must do this, but I say this. So Jesus talks with a real authority, an authority that comes from deep down within him, from deep down within himself. He's saying you must go much, much deeper than simply not killing anybody because if you kill one another with your words and your attitudes, and here we had the groups fighting with one another in the day of Jesus, we have groups fighting with each other even in the day of, of, of Matthew. They were in conflict with each other. And so Jesus, uh, Matthew is saying to all these people, listen, it's not sufficient just not physically to kill somebody, but if you're killing each other, with being angry, if you're killing each other, with calling each other by names and so on, this is what is important. And if we're going to be faithful to Jesus, don't kill one another with your tongues. Don't kill each other by saying things about each other, even if they might be true. But don't, certainly don't go around, says Jesus, calling each other fool. And don't call each other renegade and so on and so forth. Don't even be angry with your brother. So Jesus is going more deeply than simply observing the law of Moses and is bringing into being the law of love. So we need to live with, and with one another. We need to live together in love, in understanding and compassion and so on. This is all part of the new commandment. It's all part of the, the way we should be living and witnessing as the kingdom, as the people living in the kingdom. Jesus has spelt out the Beatitudes in, in chapter 5, a little bit earlier on, and he says that this is the way we should be living if we want to be part of the kingdom. And then he says to them, but you've got a mission to go on. And that I think we read, we read that yesterday about being salt to the earth and light to the nations, that we have a mission to bring a certain flavor to our lives, a certain flavor to our church and to the world in which we live. We need to be people who are giving light and direction and so on to people in the way they live. And today goes, takes us just another little step further and says, don't just obey the law. No, no, he says, what we have to do is be careful about the way we speak about each other. And isn't it true that with our tongues, we can often kill people? The things we say about people can be very, very hurtful. Oh, I don't like her because of what she says or what she's done or something like that. You know, she's just a what? And, and, and so we can, we talk ill of people, whoever they might be. And Jesus is saying, that's not the way we should be living in the kingdom. That's not the way I'm mapping out for you. And if you've done something wrong with your brother and then you say, or your sister, and I go to Mass on the Sunday or I go to church, and there you remember you've done something or said something about your brother or your sister, you've harmed them, you've killed them in some way, Jesus is saying, go and be reconciled with your brother or sister and then come back and offer your offering at the altar. Come to terms with your, with your opponents, Jesus says. So it's very important then for us to, to live in a way in which we live lives of love, 
of compassion, understanding, and forgiveness. And when we do this, we're actually going deeper than simply observing the law, which says, thou shalt not kill. The Pharisees would have said, thou shalt not kill. We take that literally. They wouldn't have gone more deeply into the matter. Jesus is going more deeply into the matter. And he's saying, love one another, come to terms with each other, show understanding, forgiveness, and compassion. And in these ways, we go a little bit more deeply and we begin to be that salt that he spoke about yesterday. And we begin to be that light that people can say, wow, look at these Christians, the way they love one another. And when they hurt each other, they actually say, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and I think that's truly the way we should be living. So I want to pray today that you and I will have the grace of being prepared of having the courage really to say, I'm sorry. To be very careful about the way we use words and speak ill of people. Let's find our place in the kingdom by who we are, the salt of the earth, by the things we say and do and give light and direction to people. It's difficult, isn't it? I certainly find it difficult, so let's ask the Lord to give us the grace and the strength to be faithful to his way, as Matthew was trying to uh, put before the people in his day, in about the year 80, that people live according to the laws and the spirit of Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord has satisfied and filled with good things those who hungered for justice. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord satisfied and filled with good things those who hungered for justice. Now let us lift up our hearts in thankfulness to God our Father, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual gift. Lord, bless your people. 
Father, look on the Pope, Pope Francis, our bishops, and all Christian leaders. Sustain their faith, their love, and their courage. Almighty God, we pray for our country, South Africa. May it promote justice and brotherhood and sisterhood in the world. We pray for all who live the Christian life. Father, look on them with kindness and see in them the face of your beloved Son. And remember those who have consecrated themselves to serve you in the religious life. Enrich them in their poverty, love them in their chastity, and lighten their hearts in obedience to you. Give rest to those who have died in Christ, for with you there is mercy and fullness of redemption. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We beseech you, your mercy, Lord, as we offer you this evening praise. Keep our hearts always engaged in meditating on your law, and grant us the light and the reward of eternal life. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come down upon you and remain with you always. Oh 
And that's where we leave it for this evening. It's been lovely being with you again for this evening prayer of the church. And hopefully you've prayed, you've been inspired. We thank the Lord for his gift. And let's ask the Lord to give us the grace and the strength to live faithfully to his values and standards in the kingdom. Not just to observe the law, but to hear the law deep in our hearts and watch what we say and do. Well, that's about where we leave it today. Don't forget about our competition, please. 41809, 41809, beginning with the word Rome and your name, and send that. Support Radio Veritas. Tickets cost 300 rand each, and uh, you'll be supporting your favorite Catholic radio station. From me, Father Emil, drive carefully, get home safely, and have a warm, pleasant evening. Goodbye, and God bless.